0: Now, the COVID response is starting to hit the tertiary sector and jobs, AUT expecting to cut around 230 of them. We have the crash in international students. Of course, the job market is so tight, everyone's getting hired. Universities New Zealand Executive Director Chris Whelan back with us. Chris, very good morning to you. Good morning. More where this came from?
1: Look, it's been going on for a couple of years now. Uh, universities are like every organisation. They're having to look forward and to go, you know, what do they need to do to be able to make sure they can carry on doing excellent teaching and research. And pretty much every university has gone through or is going through all the things that they can do to deal with high inflation, high staff turnover. And unfortunately, that is meaning in some cases, you know, having to you know, look at staff numbers.
0: Did the pipeline of internationals, does that not save things?
1: Our problem is, at the moment, um, the numbers are looking like they're going to return, but they're going to return more slowly than we'd like. So early indications are, at best, we'll be back to about half of our international student numbers next year. It's going to take at least three or four years for that pipeline to sort of come back on stream, if it comes back on stream at all. Uh, And we just have to make some difficult but sensible decisions to make sure we can make our own payroll. What's the problem with it? Why aren't they coming back? Well, partly um, there are a number of countries that haven't fully reopened yet. So, uh, you know, even though there seems to still be huge amounts of demand in China, uh, you know, there just aren't the ability for those students to actually leave yet. There aren't the flights or the governments aren't letting the students actually travel yet. Uh, And certainly countries that opened earlier than us, like um, Canada and the UK, they seem to be doing pretty well where countries have opened much later, like Australia, are really struggling to get their numbers back.
0: I've heard stories of India and safety. They're concerned about safety in this country. Is that true or an urban myth?
1: We still can't tell for certain. I mean, our our issue is, of course, everyone has an opinion. Uh, It's the numbers that will tell us what's actually going on. Mm. And we are just heading into October is normally our peak month for students applying for visas to start studies next year. So it'll be it'll be about a month or so before we really have a bit of a sense of what our 2023 student numbers will look like. The
0: thing I worry about is everyone's got a job, of course, at the moment. They don't need to study anymore, but that's going to end. And when it does, they're all going to be lined up at your place. What are you going to do then?
1: Well, <laughs> the best advice we can give is, you know, get an education, uh, or do something post-study, uh, you know, all, the de- all the data shows that three years of post-study training or education, whether it's to be a plumber or an accountant, uh, actually that's the economy of the future. Yeah. All the jobs are knowledge economy or skilled jobs really
0: now. All right, Chris, always good to have you on the program. Appreciate it very much. Chris Whelan, University's New Zealand Executive Director. By the way, there's a good piece in uh, Newsroom Staff in the Dark as the Polytech Mega Merger Consultation closes. That's the headline. Uh, So consultation is finally wrapping up. Staff not happy. Most staff remain none the wiser about their place in the new entity. They're talking redundancies, of course. Stephen Joyce has written very eloquently about this, being an expert in the field from a previous government, of course, and previous heralds on Saturday morning. Issue for many staff was the uncertainty only been exacerbated by the lack of specific information within the current constitutional consultation. They thought they were getting a full operating structure, but this isn't an operating structure they're getting at the moment. Staff turnover is at a higher-than-usual level across the subsidiaries at the moment. The whole thing's a mess. Of all the things, that were, it's yet another thing this government has done. There was nothing wrong, really, with the polytech industry or sector, but the government knew best. They rolled on in. Here we are. Let's centralise it all. Let's hire somebody called town who can't do the job properly and leaves one full. It's just the whole thing is a cock-up, and now you've got a whole bunch of people within this so-called new organisation who are unhappy, and guess what happens in a tight economy when they're unhappy? People leave. One of the scariest
1: things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not
0: scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl and I'm like, oh, boy-girl snip, you've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip, you're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit tonne of stress and money, you've got your perfect little family.
1: The Parenting Hangover with Clint and Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.